Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. And now that heart is beating fast And that's the rhythm I can dance to I'm mighty glad I've got a chance to That one big heart that's beating fast Tomorrow morning let it rain Tomorrow morning let it pour Tonight we're in the groove together Ain't gonna worry about Stormy Gonna kick all trouble out the door. Well, 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 well. We're back like that dog shit at the bottom of your shoe. <laughs> I'm back. I'm sure you had wonderful interviews in the last two weeks, and now we're going to let the team down. Oh, no, you've got a guest. <laughs> Joe, you've got a guest. Now, that isn't Dale. That isn't Her Right Royal Highness, the Empress Dowager Dale. Dale has gone away to Queensland. She's her, got pressing business. Ve- pressing business. Her grandmother's very sick and she's expected to die very soon. And uh, she's got pressing family business. And she's gone away and she's coached this amateur called Annie who does about... 20 hours of radio per week on 3CR. How are you, amateur Annie? I'm okay. What and about that... you? What, what's, um, I could say doleful Joe, but it doesn't... <laughs> no, I'm not doleful. Jay, Jay, Jay. Jay, oh, look, Annie, just to let people know what an erudite human being you are, what programs do you do here at 3CR? No, 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 uh, you've got a guest. I know, I'll talk to the guest in a minute. We've got an hour. But we'd like to hear that too. Yeah, we'd, like, we'd all like to hear it. I mean, you're new. We've got an hour to fill here, Annie. You're new. We want people to know that we only have top shelf people on Radical Australia. I, I'm, at the moment, I'm doing a Solidarity Breakfast on Saturday, but we've now got a team, which is really great. You've got a team, what, we've two people? Te- yep, yep, so yep. That's a team. That's called a team yeah. when you're doing a radio show, but yeah. otherwise it's just too full up, too many cooks spoil yeah. the What time broth. is that? That's at 7.30 to 9, and uh, we also and it's a podcast program as That's well. That's on Saturday. Yeah, for all those people who can't bear to uh, be listening to radio at that time of day. Mm. And uh, we do showreel. I do showreel at 11 a.m. on Thursdays. And I also put my oar in with uh, the uh, Stick Together team, which is the only national program that uh, deals uh, in uh, worker stories, union news, and social justice issues in the context. You should be banned. <laughs> oh, I should be banned. That type of thing. I mean, that type of program is just not appropriate. Not appropriate. <laughs> now, look, we've spoken to Annie and she's told us all the wonderful things she does and obviously we listen to every word she says. But I do have a guest. Thank you for letting me know, Annie. <laughs> now, I- I've seen this woman around 3CR for at least three decades. Yes, is, very is old, it, Three decades or four decades? Um, reckon? Probably just just on on probably near to four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I remember when very you were, old now. I remember when you were young and I were young. Yes. <laughs> yes. I look in the mirror sometimes and I wonder. Do you who wonder? is that? Yes, so, I do. Now, now, who do you think we're talking to? We're talking to April Brack. B R A double G. B R A double G. That's yep. interesting. All right, look, we only asked two questions in the program. We've got fifty. <laughs> we've got fifty minutes to fill. Well, fifty three actually. If you look at the clock, you do not look at the clock during the mm-hmm. interview. That is my job. I get so pissed off if people look at the clock. 
who think that they're running the interview. Yeah. You and <laughs> Never I, think that. No, we're in, <laughs> not at a radio station. <laughs> no, no. You're in a canoe with me. Uh-huh. I know it's pretty horrific. And we're rowing together. <laughs> no, we don't. no, 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 no. You're the lady at the end of the canoe. Remember those 19th century yeah. paintings with the lady at the end of the canoe and the chappy with the oar? Well, I'm actually sitting down. I don't have an oar. I just have <laughs> and a not only that, we, this is activism we're talking about, so I'm not sure that April would have sat there. Oh, she would have. Yeah, she would have. She would have. Yeah, because she would have thought, no, because she would have thought, let him do all the work. <laughs> exactly. What a fool. If we see an interesting tributary in your life, we go down there. Now, I do no research whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I don't talk to the guests beforehand, just in case I get to like them, which is always a problem. Now, April, two questions. The first question, you can fudge if you wish. Okay. What year were you born in? 55. 55. You're younger than me. So getting up there. You're younger than me. Oh, my commiserations. <laughs> I'm interviewing another youngster. <laughs> I mean, I'm this, you find this April that you meet people and they're younger than we are? All the time, all the time. And and I find, um, yeah, I never thought I'd actually struggle a bit, but um, I think it's as you're saying, when your appearance changes and people's attitudes do change. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. find that in most places. But, um, yeah, the, the saddest thing I, I found was within the workforce, um, not necessarily my, the organisation I, I worked for, but within the in the sector as well. And, you know, people that might have... Um, None of you know none of your work for particularly mm, decades right. and decades, and then you know. I said, oh, Are you still alive? They so, look yeah, at you. Or, oh, yeah. Well, that's so really 55. quaint, isn't it? That's really quaint. Well, you're pretty, you're pretty young. We've had octogenarians on this program, but this old thing—it's getting to me. You know, I was doing this, you know, ten-day vigil, and I was looking for a toilet at five o'clock yes. in the morning. <laughs> As you do that and here I was, little things, wandering down from Parliament House, and you've got to understand this is a militarised zone. Because of all the yes, homeless people yeah. there, and the public order squad van or cars going past, and the copper, and the copper sings out, "I want a million dollars for Christmas, Santa." <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what you get in. And I and I scream back, "I'll give you two million if you're a good boy, <laughs> <laughs> or if you nick off." <laughs> no, no, if you're a good boy, but just you know, because mm. people judge it. All right, yep, obviously you were never. That. You were born in '55. What's the first thing you remember about being on planet Earth? Um. Really, my baby the day my um, sister was born. Uh, I have really um, strong memory in in those days, and she was born at Footscray Hospital. Um, kids um, weren't allowed in to, to mm. visit, and mm. I remember my dad having me in the car park and Vicky um, being held up at the window. At the wi- How old were you? <laughs> uh, I was three. Three. Yeah. You actually remember? Yeah. Vicky being yeah. held up in the window. Yeah. 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 Is, so, Vic, is Vicky still alive? Yeah, she is. Uh, and um, uh, yeah, you're just you still kind of we're, we're, worship her in the window. Or, <laughs> no. Yeah, we 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 do. We're really Vicky. close. We're really lucky. So right. yeah. Yeah. No, I assume, like myself, your parents aren't alive. No. 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 We can say whatever they died right. before they were 60, so <laughs> I, I feel every year I get after that, it's a bonus. Yeah, well, that's good. Yeah. yeah. I've got the same problem with the males in my family. They drop dead around 70. Yeah. So I've got a few, not many years to go, you know. What was that illness? Um, look, it's hard to tell. They both um, died of heart disease, mm. but um, so having said that, they were um, chronic smokers for. 
you know, years and years and years. So you would, you would think is, yeah. um, that that was the case. But um, mm. on the odd occasion when I've actually had chest pain and presented to hospital <laughs> and you give them, you know, they do the family history and they go, oh, my God, no, you know. Think... And so, you know, well, you're up you... in cardiac care and I always do that yeah, stuff yeah, about, yeah. oh, but heavy smokers. And in the Depression, my, my mum's family yeah. um, were, were really poor and, um, you know, the staple diet of dripping. Come... And... Were they both were they both born in Australia? Or they... Yes, they were. And yeah. their parents, do you know? Yeah, they, they were except for so my... So you're one of these convict sixth-generation yeah. families. Yeah. You don't um, know exactly what period people came here? Um, no. no. I've forgotten. 1830s? <laughs> yeah. Um, a bit, probably a bit after after, after that. But well. um, And the only, um, only ringing in, in my family was my um, maternal grandmother who um, came from Belfast. Belfast. And she was sent out to Australia um, uh, into service to send money back to, to right. home yeah. and then managed to bring out her parents in the... Um, would have been 60s, I, th- I think, mm. yeah. Wow, that's amazing. I'm sorry to jump that's in here, right. but um, were they from Belfast? My grandmother was, yeah. 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 Mm. And, and her family, yeah. yeah. Mm. Interesting. Excuse me, you don't drink water on the program. <laughs> <laughs> we no. need your mouth to get dry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so... Um, I mean, I've got a strike rate of about 25% of people crying, so just <laughs> get ready. But, you know, I don't think you're that type of person. No. no. <laughs> so, so getting back to your... You got any other brothers and sisters apart from no. sister Vicky? No. So just you and Vicky. Just Vicky. It's a very small family yep. for that period. They weren't Roman. They weren't Roman Catholics then, were they? Um, well, they they were, but they um, were. <laughs> well, disobeyed the Pope. <laughs> Absolutely, because um, <laughs> Mum was was really clear about um, you know while being loved and all that. It was, yeah. wasn't about you know cluttering up life with with children with and children. everything that goes with that. So, what did your mum do? She sounds quite interesting. Um, she did various things. She was particularly a trade union um, organizer. Um, mm, what what oh, union? Wow. Well, um, Annie, this what, is Annie's. What, up, Annie's beca- yeah. Oh. Um, so when they were the um, um, uh, in her, I suppose the last thirty years that she she did that, and she always organised on the shop floor. But that was with um, she was a telephone operator for the T- ah, TAB, yeah. and um, so she and so I think that that was the telephony union, yeah. something like that, and became yeah. the Federated Clerks, and then it became the ASU. Mm. Um, but um, she she worked in factories. Um, uh, um, Eagley Mills, the the stocking, um, you know, the knitting factory, and she'd always been involved in unions because her dad, um, he was a, a wharfy, um, really strong member of the um, Communist Party. He was black banned from from work um, during the Depression and after that, and um, didn't work for a really long time, but um, always had politically organised. Yep. How about yep. your dad? Um, my my dad's side of the family, they so they would um, so my mum's side were devout Catholics, and and my dad's family they and were, unionists, yeah, and unionists. <laughs> and my dad's family were Freemasons and Protestants, and oh, like so mixed marriage. Yes, yeah, Whoa, and very much in those days, of that course, was terrible. Yeah, yeah, and mum couldn't get married in front of the altar because yeah, you know yeah, she true. she married dad had to get married in the presbytery, and um and the and the biggest um, fights and the real difference with Vicky and I was oh. that mum um you know dug and dug in that I would be raised a, a Catholic mm. and you know then had a falling out with the you know the local priest and said you don't know how many fights I've had you know within my family to raise my kids as Catholics mm. and so Vicky wasn't raised as a Catholic wasn't baptized mm. and Wait, I went to 
Catholic school and she went to state school. So, oh, that's yeah. interesting. So yeah. you were a heathen. Your sister's a heathen. <laughs> she wasn't baptised. Yes. Yes. You know, that's she'll, right. And if she died, yes. She's got a problem. Yes. But, but then they stopped, um, they... Uh, Purgatory. And, no, they yeah, dubbed hell. Yes, yes. Yeah. And well, I, I read this cartoon recently where mm. the pre, uh, where the priest goes, uh, um, we, we invented hell to scare them. <laughs> well, <laughs> and they did very well at well, it. Annie, Annie and uh, April. <laughs> no, no, it's all right. It gets better than that. It gets better than that. I don't know where your sister's soul's going to go because, <laughs> because the Pope abolished limbo. No, no, she'll be in the lost well, properties. The, no, no, that, that was Limbo was the lost, lost property properties office at the, at the railway station. No, that was Limbo was the lost property office. <laughs> well, that was the, that was the thing with yeah, um, with yeah, Mum as well because yeah. with oh, with, with Vicky when she had her children. I remember we yeah. um, we arrived at Mum's and she'd been looking after Vicky's daughter who mm. was about two and it, she had her in the laundry sink mm. and she was abso- she was actually baptizing her in the in the, in sink, the sink just in case okay, because Vicky case. had said no no I'm not doing any of that, but it was the just in case, and it was just before the the, the mm. memo coming out from the church about limo because Mum was absolutely terrified that oh, something would happen to Veronica, yeah. and right. so she it was limbo, that's yeah, right. and and it was the you know um, they're terrible, weren't they? Terrible. Yeah, and was it in the catechism about that we learned how to do emergency baptisms right. just in yeah, case? Yeah, it's better than resuscitation, <laughs> I tell you. External cardiac massage out the door, emergency <laughs> baptism, so, no intubation. No, that's the first thing I learned in medical. School, yeah. Emergency baptism. Yeah, so that's um, what she what she was doing, and and we we've got this photo of Veronica um, <laughs> in this in the laundry sink um, with Mum pouring the pouring the water. It's well, absolutely people, crazy. I mean, we make fun of it, but these were very no, really serious serious issue in those days. They were very was. important serious issues. Yeah. People don't don't believe you about the conflict, oh. but I can't tell you. Well, <laughs> it's about me. I can't tell no, you the conflict right. with within the horrendous. households. Yeah. Well, um, I, I was brought up in a country town. People used to. Stay Stand on cross streets, kids on streets would throw stones at each other. Yes, and they yes. have great nursery rhymes about yes, proddy, frog, proddy dogs, dogs. <laughs> on logs. Yeah, 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 you remember? Yes, I do. Yeah, but, I, but obviously, do. you were saying that to your sister when she came home from state school. Oh. You proddy dogs, well, said the log. you know no. the influence of Freemasons at that time yeah. too, and yeah, to, right. to have a have a, a you know Catholic. Right. Grandchild right. within that, and you know, but and you there see, were arguments. It doesn't it tell you horrible. an awful lot um, about all the conflicts that they want to make between people today. Yes, yes. And then this this so one, evil. which really influenced people's lives, is old hat now. Yes, people, people it's old hat. They laugh. Yeah. No, it's a comedy. Well, skit. my children, yeah, my yeah. my children can't I mean, you believe could, you, it, you, which is really great. Right. That it only took a generation. Yeah, you couldn't marry in the church. You'd go in the presbytery. It yeah. was just horrendous. Yeah. All right. What did your dad do for a living? Um, he was a, a bookmaker. Um, oh, SP, SP, SP. Um, at times, yeah. and um, right. that's where they, that's how they uh, yeah, got to meet. Yeah. I guess. And um, a horse trainer. A horse trainer. Um, we, we lived in any races. Um, well, uh, it was a, we lived oh. on a stud farm up at um, oh, right. Rockbank, so they were really? his family that were was horse. Terrible. It's a terrible place. It Rock is. There's no. I mean, I don't mean people live there, but there's nothing. You can't grow anything. No, that's why they call it's it all Rockbank. Vol- volcanic um, yeah, rock. It's, it's just po- those poor horses. And can you imagine? Yeah. So, if we think it's um, bad <laughs> in in um, those days, so yeah, so his family. Um, that's what they basically did, and mm. they um, and they also um, had the abattoirs in um, oh, yeah, yeah. at the William Anglis site. Yeah. So, because there um, there were two brothers, um, my 
um, great grandfather and his brother, and they had always said to their, particularly to their sons, you've got to go into occupations where people, you know, once people actually need so food, so they became butchers. Yeah. Um, one son became an undertaker because people are always always going to tie doctors. Yeah. One became a doctor because people always need wanted, medical attention. Escape going. Yeah, and and then the gambling and and yep. know, raising. Clever. Yeah, people no, will no, always no, do no. that. I'm going to ask you a personal question. Remember, nobody listens to this program. <laughs> And the question is this. Your father didn't train you as a cockatoo, did he? Um, No, no. no. That's a boy's job in those days, wasn't it? Yes. A boy's job. Yeah, and very much. I even, um, I I remember, um, and certainly women and girls in our family, even the shame of going into a TAB when the the tab, you know, came in, it wasn't something that you you were going to do. Kept you to the ladies' lounge. Yeah, it was. But um, only evil, wimp, bad women went to the ladies' lounge. Yes, and Good came women up. like your mother, and you yeah. would never go to the ladies' lounge. <laughs> Talk about my mum, but or, or became usherettes, or you know, yeah. nurses, or. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> all. So, where did you go to primary school? Um, I went to St Mary's in Ascot Vale. Oh, I shouldn't um, have asked. Should yeah. I? What was that like? Oh, it it was the fear. Um, you know, what and do those, you mean the fear. Well, it was the a fear of hell and little hell. <laughs> The fear. Well, there was kids, always. Kids are very. Um, yeah. They take things literally. Yeah. Yeah. Hell. Yeah. And um, all the you know the visible signs of it. So I didn't take things literally. <laughs> I thought I thought Jesus Christ was a greedy bastard. Yeah, I think six. you. I think you. Oh, were. that's fantastic. I love it. That's <laughs> great. You know why? It took took me a while to. No, no. To grow I think I was it. having my first sexual awakening. Yeah. I was about That'll six do or it seven. For you. Yeah, and I was sitting in the church. And there were these brides of Christ being canonised, whatever they do, you know. And I'm thinking, how come everybody gets one wife and he's got four in one day? (laughs) That's what really led me astray. So so what what type of discipline did you worry about in the school? Or was it more fear? I I think it was was fear. Um, Mm. We were taught by um, nuns who... What, you know, what brand of nuns? Uh, mercy they, nuns without uh, mercy. No, they were they were Joey's. So, yeah, oh, Josephine's. Yeah. yeah. Um, my my one of my brothers went to a Josephine's that's primary right, we'll school. Saint Joseph's in Ascot. Yeah, 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 no, they, but but uh, uh, wild stories. Uh, they were, they were quite. No, they were really quite violent people. Excuse, they were. They were violent. They, they were. Me, yeah. More violent. Than our well, teacher was pretty violent. We don't violent. want to know about those yeah. wild stories. Those orgies. I I think that that's right. And. Violent. In my well, I remember thinking years later, mm. looking at little teen, at little um, preppy kids, thinking, "Oh my goodness, we were as little as that." That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. well, the thing is, they yeah. had, it wasn't education; no. it was crowd control. Yeah. You'd have fifty kids in a class, and I, and I think, but also for those yeah. women as well. It's which, terrible um, life. When when I look back, because you know, when you're a kid and you think, "Oh, that's all," you know, they're really odd or they're really quite crazy or or that, and then you look or back. What as was it? After twelve, they're a weirder than they were before twelve. Yeah, and and then you think when you think back as an adult, and you think no, that and sometimes you think oh no, that you know looking through child, but no, they yeah. they were really. Yeah. And then when you actually horribly exploited, um, yeah, and and that's right, and um. And you know when I was an adult, because um, my grandparents remained in that in that parish, and met some of those women in in mm. later life, and their stories were really tragic, really and really tragic their families getting right. rid of them. Yeah, no, well, they were truncated. Their lives were truncated. Terrible. They were just yeah. thrown into these yeah. un- unbearable yeah. situations. They were under the priests, yeah. who had and the enormous priests were horrible. Yeah. yeah, they had enormous yeah. power. And and uh, I mean, when you get older, you understand. But, yeah, but 
But as kids, Corporal, it's pretty hard. Well, corporal punishment yeah. was the norm for us kids. You know? Yeah. I remember. You we know, didn't get hit at home. Didn't you? No. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> but my mum and my aunt yeah. used to tell the the, the worst stories That's about right. being hit by the nuns and yeah, you get... and you know my aunt coming home with you know bloody hands and stuff because girls oh, got the yeah. you know hit on the hands yep. or um, the duster. Or yeah. The... Oh, what is it? And don't uh, hit a person with the flat of a ruler, but always on the side. side yeah. So my grandfather, who um, the you know the Biggest compromise in his life was to because when he married my grandmother and mm. he of course said the children have to be, be raised as Catholics yeah. and it was that commitment that he made to to her against right. everything that he believed in just That's to right. for just them to be married but he hated it no. and when that happened to his children he immediately when he, you know um, because he he actually wasn't. Um, uh, the story was that when he actually found that, he was away rabbiting because he used to go right. rabbiting to, yeah. for... Augment food, yeah. Yeah, um, and immediately came home and the, and the children had been um, mm-hmm. hurt and, and then immediately down to, to the priest and grabbed him and yeah. my kids ever get touched Touch. again. And so when you are at school... Primary school. Did you think you excelled in anything, or just, no. just you just <laughs> floated through each year? Well, I think again, girls weren't we weren't encouraged to excel really. Mm. In but did you think did you develop any talents? Did you like? Were you interested reading? in anything? Oh, you know, um, reading. I um, played mm. a lot. Um, um, dancing. I did dancing from Good, really yeah. young. I can, I can young. No, no, you couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, you couldn't. No, no, I'm just looking. I'm thinking. <laughs> Well, she did dancing. Not with these once. legs. But, um, you know, that... that what type of dancing? T- not Irish um, dancing. No, 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 no. You know, the normal stuff, girls do tap dancing, ballet, all, all, all that, that kind really? of stuff. Yeah, in and I got, I, I, yeah, and I got a scholarship to the Australian Ballet Company at one what? one point in my life. Yeah. Well, how old were you then? Um, so why were, about you 15? why were you so self-deprecating? That's actually an achievement. No, that's extraordinary. Yeah. How old were you in the scholarship? Uh, 14, 15, 14, 15. through to 16. Because I went to work, I started work at 16 and I was going right. to so, the ballet centre before work. So yeah. when did you start ballet? Oh, four. Um, no, around Five. about seven, eight. Seven, that, eight. Yeah. And what, two or three times a week? Yeah. And taught by... Which is a any big commitment l- Yeah, later years um, taught by um, a wonderful French woman called mm. Madame Francini who mm. lived in this, her and her sister, her sister, they, um, she was a principal dancer at um, Covent Garden. I'm not mm. sure why she came to Australia, but her sister was the wardrobe mistress. So wow. here were the Francini um, sisters and they were, lived in a weatherboard house in That's Coburg. That's a story. I wonder why yeah, they were there. Yeah, um, in Coburg. And um, she um, built this lean-to at the back that was a, the dance studio. Right. But, um, but she was amazing as well because not only was um, particularly ballet, but tap, but she had in, a younger, um, in her younger years been part of um, – uh, acrobatic troops oh, that travelled around Europe. So she was mm. one of the few teachers that also um, offered acrobatics. <laughs> how, how did you cope with those shoes? Point shoes. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. It takes a bit of getting used to. But did, did yeah. you bleed or anything? Uh, and only in later years. Only in later years. Not the shoes. <laughs> no, because no. <laughs> no, yeah. always. So 
That's extraordinary. So did you audition or were you called? I, I had, yeah. Um, Who did you audition with? Um, well, a number of shows around Melbourne, but I also had children really young that got a bit in the way of that. But um, this... Uh, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Yeah, so hang on, what, hang on. where are you working? Where were you working? Um, for the ACC Insurance in yeah. St Kilda Road. Cool. Let's yeah. just go back. Yeah. Let's just go back a minute. 14, you're offered a scholarship. Yeah. You just, did you audition for that? Yes. Or were you offered the No, no, yeah. And, yeah. and what would have it entailed if you took out the scholarship? Oh, that um, you know that they, that you became part of that part of that company if you so were it wasn't, chosen. So wasn't there was no such thing as an Australian ballet then, was there? Yeah, it was Australian ballet. So it was the yeah. Australian ballet. Yeah, skill. fairly new from from yeah. memory. Yeah. And you decided not to take it up. No, I did take it, up, it up, but yeah. just um, life got yeah. in the way. Yeah, and um, you know went to the classes so, that so, I needed so, to right. for three years. I. Um, I also did exams to become a dance teacher, which right. I... Let's, let's go back yep. to three years. So where did you perform? Um, well, they were then based in Flemington, mm-hmm. which is the centre that was beside near the, near the high rise there. Right. Um, there were always the um, six monthly um, performances for the school itself mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. that you'd have to audition to particularly do things like the Nutcracker at Christmas, and mm-hmm. that, that which were held at the Princess Theatre right. um, in those days. But, you know, any um, particular um, musicals as well, because I did musical theatre as well. Um, so any anyone that was um, so doing this, auditions. This is in the uh, late 60s, is it? Uh, early 70s. Early yeah. 70s. Yeah. Now... That was a period of the moratorium. Did that kind of pass you by, or were you kind of involved in that? Um, through through my um, parents, who particularly my mum's family, who were all involved in in mm. marching. Mum's a great supporter of um, Cairns, um, worked on some of his campaigns. Yeah, mm. was yeah. She, she was very party? fond fond of um, Jim. Was she a, was she party a member? Labor Party? <laughs> was she Labor Party? <laughs> What branch? What branch, Dal? <laughs> oh God, she was. Um, she yeah. Um, she did some work. Had a lot of work for Lindsay Tanner because right. at the time, um, yeah. particularly, she knew Lindsay through the. She was an up and coming Federated Clerks yeah. Union. Yeah. She had a lot of time for Lindsay. Um, the eyes went up there. Um, yeah, yeah. 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 She says, all right. But um, some of those, you know, the older politicians that were in the Essendon. <coughs> um, you know, but she never joined the communist or socialist. She's always she Eureka Youth Eureka, League, Eureka, like Eureka like most yes. like yeah. most people. She, um, uh, the, my grandfather and Frank Crean, um, in those days, um, fought a lot of evictions, um, mm. uh, particularly around that um, sort of Kensington area. Um, so they were sort of fairly active in in that, and I, I suppose the the worst stories that I ever heard when I was a kid were, and my grandparents opened their house to to everyone. There was always um, people there, um, but you know they they were the the worst stories about you know if you talk about violence against people and brutality of um, throwing families out of their yep. out of their homes. Yep. And, and the issues around, um, you know, things like, or just poverty in general, but mm. f- particularly fuel so, pov- poverty and people being really... How did that affect you as a young woman? Here you are going to ballet classes, you're actually dancing. <laughs> yeah, I had you the two. You've got a job, you've yeah. got a job, you've got a mother who's basically fixated with the ALP, you've got a pedigree that goes a mile long as far as working class struggle is concerned. 
So how did you cope with all that? I mean, you've got a future to forge for yourself. <laughs> and as I said, a family, a family along the way. Yeah. yeah. What do you mean? So, what happened? What well, happened? I, well, I. Well, what happened? Yeah, yeah. You well, didn't, like, didn't, love didn't come around the corner. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Married really young. Had, how old? Had, how old, uh, how old was I when I got married? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was uh, uh, just about to turn nineteen. Nineteen. Wow. Yep. So you're dancing, you're working, yep. and you're married, and you're yep. a mother before yep. you know it. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. And you're involved in politics at that stage? Or um, not really until I had my kids and right. particularly... What, what, what did your husband do? Oh, um, he was, was he? A, um, my ex-husband, he's, um, he was an apprentice motor mechanic. Cool, yeah. okay. Yeah. So, Annie, so, Annie, 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 so look, I'm going to teach you something as a co-host, Annie. When, when you're interviewing people, right, mm. you never ask about their partners <laughs> because I mean, sometimes you, I mean, you get the most. It's pretty, un, it's pretty <laughs> amazing when people are married three and ex-husbands. Yeah, we never ask these things <laughs> yeah, yeah. because... But, I mean, you know... Yeah, you know uh, it's amazing. No, no, I'm just, but, just being But facetious. being married well, to someone at yeah. 19, it'd be pretty rare if you're still married, actually. Yeah, 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 it would, and, and yeah, people did yeah. say that to me at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, of and, course, and I said, oh, they, they knew that. Of course, this is what I mean. I've learned over the years that yeah. you asked it, uh, bastard. You know, people scream that first. Bastard yeah, sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. Yeah. He's yeah. dead. What do you mean? Did two years? Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. No, I was just wondering subtle. about the politics. Subtle. Yeah, because yeah, you're asking subtle. about politics. Yeah. yeah, that person yeah. had any interest. No. no. Um, <laughs> well, but I'll tell you about... No, he wouldn't it? Yeah, and... Uh, no, love no. And love Yeah, and his, his no, family love. immigrated from um, Ireland and, yeah, you know, no. they, they were fairly... well of, Yeah. But I'll tell you the, the interesting thing about the politics and um, <laughs> when I got involved. So when I had my, my children... How many um, children? I've got three adult, right. adult daughters and seven, right. seven grandchildren who oh, are all wonderful. Wow. You're a thickened family. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> um, but so through kindergartens, um, ah, but, yes. particularly, and I was fortunate enough to have had my children. Um, uh, they were a couple of years old. Then Whitlam got in, and yeah. a, a change that that made to to my life was was, was a, a, amazing. Particularly around the the childcare. Yeah, um, it became an issue. Yep, yep. And free education, even even with um, Medicare, made an enormous difference yeah. because when I had Simone, which was in '74, um, I needed blood transfusions and we had to pay for them. That's right. um, we had to pay for my stay in hospital. Wow. We didn't have the, the, the money. Only, the only state that had free healthcare that was pretty pretty basic was Queensland, and that came from the '20s, and they had a social, kind of a quasi labor socialist government. But so they met, they let people die. Well, no, it wasn't very well funded. Well, you did yeah, well, you did die. People yeah. die. I mean, tri- yeah. blood transfusions. Well, people did die if you didn't yeah. have yeah. the money. But you'd scrape yeah. up the money. Yeah. You'd scrape up the money. But people would die, especially in Victoria. Yeah. It was a means-tested, nasty business. Oh, yeah. Well, I remember... Excuse me, assholes. Assholes are useful. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Call something they else. I shouldn't yeah. have said that. It's yeah. so rude. But it's but so awful. Stuff. No, it is awful. It's, that's what it was like. I mean, people don't understand how revolutionary the Labor... Whitlam government oh, was. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. And that's why it even gave you the opportunity to divorce. Yeah, and, and that was the really... A, a, no, a no-fault divorce. <laughs> well, the right. no-fault divorcing was really um, big for me in yeah. in that because, um, you know, our, our marriage was terribly wrong and uh, went terribly wrong and mm. in the worst possible ways. And so then what grew from that was um, my activism in, in terms of family violence, mm. um, that type of thing. But when so you know the writings on the, on the wall about that this marriage can't go on it's pre um the family law act and because i was was young the mm. 
they actually, I was actually threatened by um, you know, my then husband and his family about getting custody of, yeah. of my daughter Big because thing. I That's didn't work. And it, went, and it was pre-supporting parents' um, right. payments, payments. And I'm so pissed off with what Gillard did to um, yes. you know, supporting parent payments. It's yeah. just, out, just yeah. outrageous. So, you know, once Whitlam got in and that changed really, really quickly, mm-hmm. I was able to look after my children, live independently. My parents, of course, didn't want me to, to, to marry and the terrible stuff even at the hospital to take Simon home and mm. then have this bill for $25 when That's that right. was all of his wages as That's an apprentice right. yes. um, and then having to say to your family. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and because there was That's never right. any thought in my mind that you yeah. could negotiate it or, or something. Right. Somebody just said you have to pay right. it. That's and right. so mm. and, and I, when you're young. That's yeah, you so I had my other daughter three years later. It was just like a whole new world. It's 4.33. This is Radical Australia. And you said you didn't have anything to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) She hasn't even started. (gasps) Very special guest coming for a second, Grilly. (laughs) <laughs> what? I said very special She's guest. She's not coming yet. <laughs> coming for a special... Yes, yes, yes. Look, it's 4.33. This is Radical Australia, streaming live on 3cr.org.au. Annie and Joe are interrogating <laughs> April Bragg very about her uh, first marriage, but we'll yeah. move on. Move on to the second and third. <laughs> no, we're not going to... Look, I'm not that, I'm not that interested. You don't need, you you just get to clue. The marriage was, was never, never this, really this is, good at it. No, this is not that this type is, of show. It's, it's about this is about you. It's not <laughs> about, about them, them, all right? It's not about your seven grandkids, yeah. your three daughters, mm. your three ex-husbands, yeah, your multiple right. relationships. Right. It's about you. Okay, all right. Okay. So... So how did life drift on in the 20s when you were in your late 20s? What were you doing? Um, I was doing anything and everything. What's, um, what does that mean? Well, I was working um, in factories um, casually, um, particularly on weekends. What type, what type of factory? Um, I was working for 4 and 20. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was working on the bakery floor. I did that for... Um, a really long time, particularly because it was casual pay. Mm-hmm. I never had permanent um, work because of the kids at, at that you'll stage. Get overtime payments in those Absolutely. days, and that's why you work weekends. Yeah, and my, also my mother-in-law, who was who was very good, would look mm-hmm. after the the kids. Um, I worked night shift at, mm-hmm. at the same place. I did secretarial work because that's what <laughs> women did. Yeah. yeah so, um, so what did you do at four and twenty? I just worked on the packing line. What does that mean? Explain to people what it um, means. Well, what that means in these days is um, packing pies into to boxes. Um, they had a cake factory um, over mm. at uh, near um, Jewel Station, and so you know that meant some of the production in terms of filling mm. custard tarts. So you were working <laughs> just really long with a con- with yeah. a conveyor belt. Yeah, off a conveyor yeah, belt. Yeah. So what happened if you had to scratch your nose? Um. It was interesting there because there were, um, particularly where the cake factory was there, because the, the public housing estate that was near there, mm. just about everyone that lived on that estate was employed and it was a 24-hour um, factory as well. And there were some really formidable women um, employed there that um, weren't going, and really strong union, um, pa- the um, pastry, um, yeah. some pastry cooks at that time. Yes, pastry, pastry um, yeah, shit. But they, they weren't going to take any shit about, right. You know, toilet putting your hand up for toilet breaks or well, or stuff. any of that stuff, and they were yeah. really wonderful women. They were, um, yeah. So I I learned a learned a lot from from them. I mean, I mean I'm sure any remembers this, but looking at the early uh, union movement and the role that women played in forming a lot of the early unions in Victoria, they just played an extraordinary role in the, in the late yes. uh, 1980s. The Taylor I mean, 1880s. The Taylor yes. the Seamstress. 
and they didn't take shit because it yeah. was really hard work. Yeah. So they were following that tradition. So yeah. how long did you last in this type of work for? Uh, because um, I needed casual work at that time probably. Um, the kids were really little and um, probably at least eight years, mm. yeah. Would you have coped without family help? Um, without my mother-in-law, I don't know how I I would have um, mm. done it because you know she did have the girls on the weekend and um, and when I was working night shift, um, I had that that opportunity and so she um, and she drove and so she'd come and you know mm. sleep over and stuff. But without that, it mm. was um, what a good person. Yeah, but having having said that, with the, mm. one of the things that did change and I did pick up. Um, uh, other part-time work, um, secretarial work of the daytime was when Whitlam got in and made childcare, uh, established neighbourhood house funding. And the neighbourhood houses in those days actually did casual childcare. Um, and they and you didn't actually have to like you do now in terms of who That's gets right. priority. And, That's of course, right. working mothers get priority um, or working families. But um, if you needed childcare... You just turned up. Yeah. You just turned <laughs> to up go to appointments said, and you turn up and, and, you know, it was fine. So Jeremiah that, looking yeah. You mean it worked? Yes, of course it yes. Did. It, it enabled me to, yeah. you know, be able to work I mean, over things, things a like daytime. Cook Street Kindergarten in yep. Richmond, all those little yep. self-funded, uh, self-managed community, uh, which I used with our children. Yeah. You know, my late wife and myself, we used a lot of those facilities, and they were they were, they were invaluable. And it's just and um, they just don't exist now. I mean, well, not even uh, infant welfare. No, it's maternal health no, and childcare centres. Yeah. And I didn't actually realise that until mm. my daughter had. Her son six years ago. Yeah, I find that a bit strange that the infant welfare don't exist anymore. How do they fill that gap? Um, Privatisation by um, having private nursing nurses service come, come, around. Come, come around and knock um, on your door, and uh, you know they, you get so many visits, and they're subsidised for so many yeah. visits. And if you fall into a hole, you fall into a hole. Yeah. I mean, I mean, when you when you gave birth to your children, you would have spent at least three or four days in hospital, wouldn't you? Well, or you, or you didn't. Well, with with Simon, I did in '74, and that's yeah. a, that was the big difference because yeah. um, that was a ten day stay. Yeah. Isn't that a long time? And, and you didn't you didn't get out of bed until the seventh day, and you know you had the matrons with the you know and imagine imagine um, all those working class women who mm. had children mm. and who were working the all the time. Right. It was a beautiful. It must rest. have been a beautiful rest. It was, yeah. and it allowed you to, yes. to bond with your child. Yes. These days, they say yes. You've had your baby six hours later. Yeah, yeah. There's your little off bundle. You Piss off. They do. They well, do. I know. In '77, yeah. when I had Melanie, mm. um, it was a 48-hour yeah. turnaround. It was just so so different. Yeah. And, yeah. and in the in '74, you actually didn't um, have the baby with you. They'd That's bring right. it in, presented a couple, a couple times, times a day, day. and then right. take it back to the nursery, rest. Yeah. rest. And and then when Melanie was born, it was like, well, here she is, and Feed her. and never left my side. Yeah. And in '82, when I had Kimberly, yeah. it was it was that stuff. That, well, I was in the birthing suite, yeah. and um, yeah. nobody came. Came back for a couple of it. Like, nobody That's came right. back, and <laughs> I thought, <laughs> "What's going oh, on here?" Did they know me anyway? I grabbed my suitcase <laughs> and and Kimberly in the in the bassinet. Yeah. And wandered down. I knew I was up on the third floor. I was, was on the third. So I went oh, up to yeah, the third floor and I said, "Hi." I don't think anyone's um, knows that I'm me? down there. And they went, "Who are you?" And we went through that. And then by <laughs> five o'clock, 
I'm, I'm not kidding you. Five yeah. o'clock, yeah. they said to me, we're really short on beds. This was at Pittsgate Hospital. Say Do you feel off. well enough to go yeah, home? Hey. And I went, yep. And so, so my that, dad... My, how would they know? My, and I didn't go in until That's about... Because I took the kids to school and then went into labour. And <laughs> so we right. were back the next day okay. with this new baby. Maybe that's right. <laughs> And then, so you know, when my oh, girls have had had kids, and I'm, oh, I'm just appalled at how how quickly they it's chuck just, them out. It is amazing. I, I because uh, you know, I, I've got a feeling. You've lost sight of what's important. I'll have to say. Yeah, we have lost sight of what's important. Yes. <laughs> I mean, as a community, well, I think that, yeah, yeah, it's all about turnaround, turnaround. I've, yeah, got, I've got patients. I can't. I can't. They get kept sending home because they're long-term patients, yeah, and yeah. because it's not profitable. And these are public hospitals. Oh well, they're actually long-term ill. That's right. Yes. And they don't want long-term milk no, people. There's no money in that. There's no, 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 seriously, I'm being very serious. It's, 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 a, it's a huge issue I've got. I, I, it's a huge issue. Huge I agree. Issue. I've yeah. got a, a really ill family member yeah. um, at, at the moment and there's multiple presentations to hospital because yeah. no one ever gets well, to the Ill. bottom what's wrong, but nobody also takes control so, of, of the care. Or as, actually, they, they never get admitted. It's that simple. That's why privatisations just a bunk. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. it's very I good. I always they say short stay. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's yeah. Make the one <laughs> percent. Yeah. No, no, it's actually ten percent. Yeah. But you well. notice the mm. really notice the like one of the things in my life that yeah. I always had confidence yeah. in was particularly a public health system. Mm. I never right. had private yeah. health insurance and never th- saw mm. that it's we actually very needed di- it. Very difficult now. But the last five years, yep. and particularly, um, you know, some of my grandkids, I, I think, oh, I've, I've. It's changed. We've really it's got changed. To, you know, like it is changed. People need to fight. Yeah. step up. Yeah. Well, yeah, issue. people. People have forgotten where things come from. They've forgotten the political nature. But yeah. let's get back to you. Let's yeah, not yeah. pontificate. Well, that 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 is me because I, you know, I'm, I'm outraged about everything. When and, did this outrage? <laughs> when did this all outrage turn to action? Oh, this but, is a segue. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> you see, I just um, I I can't believe what we've lost. What have we lost? Like healthcare yeah. and, and like our, yeah. you know, I'm talking about, I, I say about, if we're talking about midwifery, yeah. I say about my girls when they had their babies yeah. and only one had them um, privately and I yeah. saw the difference yeah. um, in, in the care that she had to, to what the, the others had. The best care money can buy. It was, it was no. just extraordinary. Yeah. But, uh, and I say I actually had better care in That's the right. 70s than yeah. these women are having you know, now it's... But also previous to that, if you were to uh, accept um, the really good book, uh, what is it, uh, Ruth Park's book, uh, uh, The Orange. Um, oh, yes. Yep. Yeah, where she describes her sister having a baby. It was a meat factory. Yes. Yeah. Hideous, absolutely hideous. Yeah. And what uh, happened when uh, Whitland came in and all the rest of it and people started to, the feminist voice yeah. was being heard. That yep. is what, and that was only supposed to be the beginning. And I think it's the same for for families. I really feel for families now. It's the same with childcare. Mm. Let's, let's get back yeah, to you. Let's get back to you. I mean, you can anyway. you can pontificate yep. on another program. I'm okay. interested in you, all right? Because we want to show well, people why you are you, all right? So, so when did all this get to you? Was there a breaking point that you basically? Overtly started becoming uh, taking action. Um, 
Well, definitely in, in housing. Um, well, what do you mean housing? What's that got to do with you? Well, what that had to do with me was, you know, with uh, as a, a woman that had to, to rent, um, was never going to, to what, buy. Didn't your parents buy you a house? No. <laughs> no. And, and What's wrong with them? Well, rightly so. What, they were working people who worked hard all their lives and never actually were in a position to help you? Malcolm should. No, we had. I I did have help along the way, but it was very much that mm. you you made that decision. Mm. Um, you know, who knows? It might have been different if I. So that, that's that's what if started, I had that started you. Yeah, um, and so, well, particularly around you? particularly around housing, and that's the what, mainly what of, I because of how, how expensive rents were, or because of the things weren't taken. Yeah, and care still of. that in this day and age, and in, in that time too, people were still being evicted, mm. and I I guess I'd grown up. Well, knowing you get about evicted that. if you don't pay. Yeah. Did, do you think that um, those early stories of your grandfather yep. and all the rest of it, and that vivid yep. understanding of what it means, the violence that went with those evictions, yep. then your next. Uh, they married. What happened to you later on? Yep. You really got a vocabulary for yep. the fight back. And yeah, and and when it's staring you in the face, what particularly when you've got kids, what you don't have, mm. what they don't have in terms of access to education, mm. um, any normality of life, of having you know friends security. around, security, security any of that, yeah. and you know, and and also living in really substandard. Um, housing as well. Damp, wet. I, I think what really um, got to me at, as well, um, though I was already working in the in the sector on public housing estates, but experienced it firsthand, and I actually couldn't believe it was the the Ministry of Housing then, and Barry Pullen was the, the housing minister, and the state brought in um, a strategy and a policy to evict people. And from public housing. From public yes. housing. Um, yes. And that was really ruthless. But the people they were evicting were women and children. And why that was was because they were changing their access policies at that time um, through, the, through the 80s in that public housing before that had generally been workers' housing and there were lots of couples and people raising kids and stuff. Then they changed the, the system that it was a priority housing system. And so, you know, you had um, – and again, mainly – particularly in the priority system, um, women and, and children. And that was, you know, also, um, you know, there, there was a single parent payment. Women didn't have to stay in, in relationships. And so we had more women um, on their own raising their children. And they generally ended up in public housing. But the difficulty, just it's just poverty. Um, and we had really substandard stock in those days, particularly in terms of thermal quality. Um, people had astronomical bills. All these states that I worked on, people had the most astronomical bills and being cut off and had kids without out heating, living in concrete houses and um, walk-ups. And then for the state to introduce a, a really a, an active policy to have police um, physically evicting um, women and children was, to so, me, so what was just your, outrageous. What was your role? Um, I was a community development worker. What does that mean? Um, I was, what, what yeah, did you do? I was employed. Um, I, I one stage I was employed by um, South Melbourne Council. That's how old I am. Um, <laughs> before amalgamations, um, to talk to people about they realised that um, public housing tenants there was a really um, mm. low take up of any services and. They had also got money at that time to implement children, family and children services. So that initially was my job, but I was really lucky to 
work with um, a great group of tenants who um, then said, no, if we've got workers on our estates, they're going to be employed by us and they're going to be directed by us. So I was really fortunate, um, as Jeff Fiedler that, that you know from HAG, that we were those early tent workers and we worked on those estates and with people to bring about a lot of social So, so what, what are you doing today? Um, well, I left HAG about um, four weeks ago. Any, um, can you tell us why, or is it all hush hush? Oh no, no, it's not oh, hush hush. It was time. Well, first of all, <laughs> oh, it was time. Wasn't it, wasn't a policy difference or anything? Oh well, I think you you know I. Well, been no, no, through... I know, but yeah, the three oh, well, listeners I think we have don't every, know. Everyone knows that I'd. Um, no, not everyone knows. Well, we, I'd, I'd, I've been at HAG for twenty years. So what is HAG? Just explain to Housing your... for the Aged Action Group. And the, yep, obviously, and... that's where you were working. I yep. don't understand that. Yeah, yep. and... housing for the aged. So we had a committee. Um, we have committees of, of mm. management, of mm. course, that um, you know that we work with and <laughs> employees and all that kind of stuff. And probably about two years ago, I had a, um, a committee of management that um, wanted to change the culture of the the organisation. Um, you know, wanted to make it more corporate looking, more. Um, yep. We're, we're, we're about the only grassroots um, mm. well, housing organisation. I, 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 I had a, a person who's in his 80s come to the vigil. He'd just been to the Hag AGM, oh. <laughs> which was just, what, on the weekend, I think. Last or, week, yeah. yeah. and he came in, in, in tears. He couldn't believe what had happened. Yeah. He just could not believe. Yeah. I mean, they're already now all waiting to get their clause on what's left of the public housing sector. So yeah. how are you going to survive, youngster? Oh, I mean, you're not well, a, you're not pensionable age because you're no, born in fifty five. Something else I'm really pissed off about. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are they? Well, well, you expect to live to ninety. Yeah, I remember when I first started working at South Melbourne Council, and this guy from planning came over and talked to me about superannuation. So I was about I was about twenty six or seven or something, and um, about joining up the super scheme. And uh, he he said, and the really good thing about local government is that you can access it when you're fifty five without yeah. any penalty. And I looked, yeah. was at fifty five? You think I'm going to be working here when I'm fifty five? I was like, and now I think, oh my goodness, I should have taken Yeah, up. yeah. So, yeah. so how are you going to survive? Um, well, just um, see how it goes for, for a while. But what I was mm. going to say about the committee and taking over that mm. um, and wanting to change the organisation mm. was that they did sack me. Oh, you um, were sacked. I was sacked, yeah. You were sacked. Yep. How many years did you work for them? Um, at that time, 19. 19. So when were you sacked? Um, just on... Just over eighteen months ago, I think. Did, did but you? I was reinstated through Fair Work. I and, thought so. Yeah. yeah. So and who was, are these people? Oh, we um, our membership also voted them out. Um, yeah. They they resigned while that was going on. So, but it was a really you know awful. I mean, awful you, you don't want to waste your time in that type of intersignine yeah. disputes when you've got bigger yeah. fish to fry. And, we, and I did see see that yeah. through. Yeah. And we have a you know so there was an at, attack on the organisation. Yes. Yeah. And we did see that through, and we were really successful. Yeah. But There's I've got. Tick, say, bush tick got in got into the yeah, organisation. Yeah. Government, the role of you know the department was really dirty and ugly as as well yeah, because they had yeah. you know wanted to. Bush yeah, ticks are like that. Yeah, they're they dirty and ugly. <laughs> and then you've got to have an operation to get them out. That's right. But the good news for Hag is that we came through that and we, yeah. you know we're stronger and stuff. But, but it did take well, its well, its toll personally. Let's go back to so. you. I'm not interested in Hag. <laughs> not at the minute. I'm just interested in yeah. Here you are. An elderly woman, yes. 63, yes. 62, 60, 63. 63, 
I assume you haven't got a pot of gold, a super. No. No, because of the type no. of work you did. Yeah. So you're, you're, the, you're the classic woman, yep. aren't you? Yeah. The classic homeless yep. picture we've got. Yeah. You're 63, you've got no super. Well, minimal okay, super. Minimal, minimal super. super. Yeah. Your kids are kind of struggling to make, make ends meet. They're doing the best yep. they can, but they can't look after mum and the, and the grandkids are too small to look after granny. Oh, I've got... Um, we didn't break the family, family cycle in having children young. I do have um, uh, grandchildren in their mid-20s. Oh, well, yeah. they can look after you then. But I just keep saying, do not make me a great-grandmother. <laughs> we are breaking the cycle. You are good. How about yeah. the granny flat concept? Yeah, well, have they yeah. been talking about you about the granny flat? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. They but, will soon. But, you know, I'm getting embarrassed, yeah. you know. When you go to Christmas and you say you're living in your car. Yeah. Well, as I say, I'll have to go back because I'm – um, pension age until no, 67, right. so mm. I, I will have to return to work whether I can get work because, you know, as we talked in the beginning of the program about the... Who will give you a job? That's right. <laughs> you're elderly and you're that's, female. That, that's right. That's I mean, right. who would? You've got all these, what, 40 years of experience? But yep. that means nothing. Yeah, I, 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 I can think, pay somebody else much less than you. I, th- I think you're right with that stuff and, and just, you know, at work I'd seen so many women mm. that that had happened to mm. as well and, you know. So what are your plans for the future? Future. Um, I'll just take a break for for a while. You're going to go away um, somewhere? No, no. you're going to have no. a home I just vacation. need to. I just need to. <laughs> just need to breathe for for yeah, a while. Breathe. And you know, when we talked about work and yeah. starting work really early on, I did start work when I was 16. Yeah. So you yeah. know. So. And anyway, there's a whole different. There's a whole range of things called work. Yes. I mean, it's not all paid. Mm. Uh, what, I mean, what I mean is that all value isn't monetary. That's right. You're kidding. <laughs> Wash out your mouth for soap and water, woman. Yeah. I mean, next you're going to tell me you're a free CR volunteer. <laughs> volunteering lots of other places, but yeah. Well, tell yeah. us about all the volunteering work oh, you're doing. Well, not sort, no, of, sort of heaps, but um, particularly no. like um, some of my grandchildren's, that, that, you know, schools right. with, um, right. you know, uh, committees and, and that kind of thing. So what have you done at 3CR? Many just uh, radio, pro- radio programs, but we did, when I worked, I worked for the Public Tenants Union mm. and the Western Region Housing Council, and we um, started off Raise the Roof program, and that's, you know, that sort of about that 35-year mark. So that was the, the great. first it's stuff. A, it's yeah. a great name. Yeah, Raise the Title. Yeah. And yeah. it's all right. You don't look at the clock. <laughs> I'll give you a wind-up sign. Don't injure your neck. <laughs> all right. Dale did the same thing, and she got a crink in her neck. It's all right. This is a relaxing. It's not like your shows. Yeah, there's people come who will come. Yes, yeah, they'll knock on the door. <laughs> yeah, they'll knock on the door. They're very nice. It all happens. This is a very relaxed show. Very relaxed. Now, getting back to you. So, what are you going to do? Well, I'm just going to see what I'm going to do. You're going to see what you're I, do. I took the, the, the leap after, you know, mm. decades and decades of, yeah, what, what, what if, what if, what if. And Have you asked Kevin Healy for a spot in his program? I think I did actually. Because the, the, the lad needs some help. He's getting on in years. You know? Yeah, you'd be yeah. the perfect, it's a, it's perfect a help show. for him. I yeah. know that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I see. I ran to you. Um, yeah, well, that, that was show. one of the things I, I, I um, that I'm looking forward to doing. I can go to the drunks lunch now. You can go to the. That's right. Yeah, they're all. <laughs> Can we keep saying to it? Oh, it's, yeah. And I'm you realise they go until about 4 or 5. Yeah, you realise they go on all afternoon. Yeah, sounds good to me. Yeah, yeah, and some of them, when they leave, yeah. I just know how they get home. Yeah. But there's got to be, um, as you're saying, you know, better things sometimes you, you than could, work. You could. i tell you what you could do. 
when your money runs out, go on Newstart and do some volunteer work at 3CR. Yep. And then you don't have to do those crappy jobs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know no, we'll I arrange just... other crappier ones. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You'll mix in sorry, with nice sorry, people. Sorry. You'll mix in with nice people like the youngster people. I couldn't imagine the Centrelink. Like I just, um, yeah. in, the, in the sense that, um, again, assisting a family member to access age pension, which took oh. nine, nine months. Oh. Um, well, the, because the, they couldn't prove that they no, were the right age. No, no, it's just the, no, the backlog. The they said, do you know that we've got a 1,000 applicants that's per right. week? And, that's like, right. who knew who that cares? there were that many? Who yeah, knew that yeah. there'd be that many people? Yeah, yeah, yeah but who cares? Who the cares? thing about it is that this government has privatised, uh, uh, they're privatising Centrelink, yeah. and they can't do the job. Nobody can afford to have this government because no. they're... Crap. Yeah, yeah. Oh, excuse me. And if there was ever going to be a royal commission into anything, it should be, it should into be them. Into, yeah, and yeah, centrally. No, any, 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 I, I don't like this fecal references. Crap is useful. They're not. That's why we're going to bin them. Well, April. They're it's, completely thank you. useless. It's, it's been I haven't the, ever talked about myself before. <laughs> Yeah. April, it's a pleasure. Something talking the Catholic to you. girls never were, were told never to do. Well, you do now. <laughs> you're I'm not a, not a not good or Catholic anymore. You're not good, and you're not, not Catholic. Catholic. Yeah, I, she's very good, <laughs> and she's not Catholic. Now, April, I'd like to thank you very much no, for sharing you. your thoughts. Hopefully, your story will encourage other people. And if by some chance you do what your family members do, die early, <laughs> you'll have a CD <laughs> oh, to give you. to the grandkids, <laughs> courtesy of Annie. Yeah. Thank you very much for coming. No, thank you. And all the, no, I'm seriously, all the best for the future. Thank you. It, it is a liberating experience yes. being old. I'm telling yes. you now. Yes, Do what you want to do. But I think not do. working feels a little bit liberating. Yeah, it is, it is. I, it's taken me a while, but yeah. yesterday morning I thought, oh. I can get up whenever I want to. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank all you. All the best for the future. Thank, thank you. you very much, Annie. And uh, we'll let you do all the technical things that have to be done. Allow other people into the studio.
the bodies strung up in the trees. He stepped forward and brought the ocean to my ears. Slowly sinking, I could be struggling for you. Listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.